look at verse 5. For I have considered the days of old, the years of long ago. I want to talk about how to stay focused. Amen. How to stay what? Focused. One of the things that I found out about people about 16 years of pastoring that we all live with regrets. We all have the tendency to say I wish I would have blank whatever. I wish I would have blank whatever. Oftentimes, in a world that's so busy, where there's so much information coming at you at the same time, it becomes hard to stay focused. I was uh, in a online course yesterday doing some empowerment, self-improvement. And, and the teacher said, the average person has an attention span of a goldfish. My goodness. You hear what I said? The average person has what? The attention span of a goldfish. Oftentimes, we lose focus because of the noise and because of the attention span that we have. And when you add trouble with it, and when you add situations with it, and when you add pain, and when you add suffering, and you add all these things, you find out that it's hard to stay focused. Tell your neighbor, how do I stay focused? Psalm 77 is a psalm of a troubled believer. It is marked by what I call a sense of inward trouble and reflection. Amen. And the fact that the psalmist refused to be comforted. You ever been there before? You could be so overwhelmed where you refuse the comfort that God is sending you. In this psalm, we find that the psalmist is dealing with disappointment. And oftentimes, we have to deal with disappointment. So not only do we have the traffic of life. Come on, we have the troubles of life. We have the turmoils of life. Come on, somebody. We have, amen, life can sometimes deal us with swift transitions. Today, your life can change. In a blink of an eye, something can happen. But the question is, how do you develop the discipline of staying focused? If you look at the psalm with me, he says, he says, he says, verse 1, he says, My voice raises to God, and I would cry aloud. My voice to God, and watch this, and he will hear me. Remember, remember what he's saying. He says that, he says that, listen, he says, I'm, I, I know you want to comfort me, but I'm going to cry to God. He says in verse 2, he says, In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. See that? 
in the night my hand was stretched out without weariness. My soul refused to be what? Come, sounds like a praise party to me. It's either a praise party or a complaining party. But but the text says, the text says, I, he sought the Lord. He he did what? He resorted to to consult God, to investigate, to find out what was going on in my have you ever been there before? You're trying to figure out what the world is going on in my life. Amen. You you have all that you need, but yet you're still not focused. Come on, somebody. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to be going in a thousand directions. I know what it's like to live without a schedule and, and, and promise this to this person and promise that to that person and, and not live up, come on and help me somebody, to what I said I would do. Do I have a witness? Anybody been there before? But when you have a laser focus, you know what I believe? I believe that Satan allows things to happen in our lives, but God gives us the answers to how to deal with it. Ah, you didn't catch that. Verse 3 says, when I remember God, look at this, look at this, look at this. You you have to have, if you're going to stay focused, I'm just going to give you this point for free. Watch this, this is not even in there. Watch this. You have to have the ability to recall things. Stop forgetting where God picked you up at. I remember where he picked you up from. Come on and help me somebody. And he says, I remember God. He says, then I am what? Disturbed. When I sigh, then my spirit grows faint. Selah. You know what the selah is? In the poet, in poetry, it is a pause. Period. That's it. Let me pause for a minute before I go to the next breath. Are you with me? He says a whole lot right there. He says, when I remember God, he says, then I am what? Disturbed. In other words, he's saying to God, I'm disturbed by what I'm going through, but I remember what you brought me through. Do I have anybody? If you don't have the ability to exercise a recall, I call it my God file. See, I got to write stuff down. The older you get, you got to start writing stuff down. Because you start forgetting. Children of Israel went three clicks in the wilderness. They come to bitter waters. And you know what? That bitter waters was a setup for what God had planned for them. And sometimes you come to the bitterness of life and you start complaining. But God says, it's a test. And you got to realize that everything that you're going through, amen, it ain't all that bad. But guess what? You got to look at it as a test. God is testing me. God is preparing me. But you got to have the ability to have what? Recall. Watch what he says. He says, I remember. Verse 4, he says, you have held. Man, you ever been there? You, you know what this imagery is about? When he says, he's held my eyelids open. You know what he's trying to say? It's the imagery of death. Come on, y'all. I just want to go home, get under my covers, and never wake up. Anybody been there before? I'm going to ask you one more time. Have you ever been there before? 
where you just didn't want to deal with what you were dealing with. You didn't want to face what you really knew you had to face. And God kept telling you, come on, you can do it. Don't lose focus. But watch this. Remember, if you have recall. He says, you have held my eyelids open. I am so troubled. I cannot speak. Watch this. Watch this now. I'm going to deal with this now. He says, I cannot sleep. I have considered. Now this word considered means to think. To calculate. So here's here's my next point. You ready? If you're going to stay focused, you ready? He says, I've considered. This is, this is an exercise of the imagination. The other exercise was an exercise of your mind. This is an exercise of your imagination. But here's what I want to help somebody with today because you're losing focus. You ready? First, next point is that don't regret your past. Stop regretting what you lost. Because let me say this to you. Whatever you lost, you're supposed to lose it. And rather than focusing on what God has in your future, you keep, you keep regretting what's in the past, and you and I are living in the past rather than pressing forward. And if we live a life of regret, we will always fall short of our future. Do I have a witness? He says, I've considered, I, I thought about it, I, I, I'm planning, but, but, but I'm considering what? What am I considering? The days of what? He wanted to go back to those days that he was being blessed. But God says, don't you regret the past. I know you did things to end up where you are, but my grace and my mercy will bring you through. Amen. Oftentimes people regret Amen. Because they've made bad mistakes. But don't regret. He says the days of old. Ne- ready for the next thing? Don't regret your past. But next thing is don't relive your past. Quit stepping with the same people. Come on and help me now. Don't relive the past. You, I wish. Uh, he's thinking about the days of what? Oh, tell your neighbor we got we got streaming now. We don't use we don't use DVDs. We don't use CDs. We don't use records. We don't use a track. We 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 streaming everything. You're trying to take us back to the days of old. I ain't trying to go to the days of old, boo. I'm focused on my future. And let me tell you something. Vision 2024. God says it's all modern. It's all electric. It's all digital, because we serve a progressive God. And I'm talking about your life and saying to you that, listen, you got to know when one time period is over, it's time to move to the next. Tell your neighbor you need an upgrade. Don't you, don't you, don't you relive the past. And here's how I know you're living, reliving the past because you're in a cycle. That's why I've been preaching on breaking those cycles. And until you break those cycles, you and I will keep, have you ever been there? Have you ever been there where you keep reliving it? Over and over and over. He says, when I remember, I've considered what? The days of old. I got recall. I got regret. But I'm trying to relive the past. Because I'm refusing to get a word from the Lord. You know, you're in a dangerous place when you refuse 
to receive a word from the Lord because you think you know the word now. You with me? He says, he says, look what he says. He says, he says, uh, I consider days of old. I'm almost done. Matter of fact, I am done. He says, and the years. Notice he talked about what? Days? And now what does he talk about now? He talk about what? Years. So not only must you not re- don't relive your past, but the next thing is, you ready? Don't repeat the past. You, you, you heard me? Don't what? Repeat the past. Can you imagine? Every day we wake up, we keep repeating it. Same old thing. Same old day. Same year as last year. Nothing is changing. You're blaming everybody for what you don't have. You're blaming your past for what you do have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're trying to go back to the way we were. But listen, let me tell you something. God said, them days are over. And it's time for you to gain focus on, to focus on your future. There's a story of the black door. Nazi Germany, there was a man, they blindfolded him, they t- and the commander told him, he said, you have two choices. Tomorrow you stand before the firing squad and you die. Or you walk through that black door. What's your choice? What's your choice? He said, I choose the firing squad. Most times, the commander said, everyone chooses the firing squad because they're afraid (laughs) of what's behind the black door. You see, if you don't have focus, and if you don't stay focused on Christ, you'll always have a fear of the unknown. See, at least with the firing squad, you know what you're going to (laughs) get. But with the black door, (laughs) all it is is your imagination and your faith in God to know that on the other side of the black door is your future. You see, a lot of people don't choose the door. Amen. Because they're not focused on the right thing. And I stop here to tell you today. That in life, you're going to have to make those choices. And those choices are going to be hard. But but here's what I want to encourage you to do. Have your recall. Don't forget your recall. Don't regret your past. Don't relive your past. And definitely, don't repeat the past. You know what the past is supposed to do for you and I? It makes you better. It makes you what? Better. And until we break the cycle, saints. Amen. I'm talking to somebody here. I wonder why the Lord had me to preach today. This message. 
Huh? Y'all ain't seeing what God is doing here? I wasn't supposed to preach today. I'm resting. But God says today, I want you at this church to get this message. Because where we're going is going to require what I call laser focus. And you cannot live in your feelings if you're trying to stay focused. Oh, man, you might as well add that one to it. See, verse 5 are people who want to live in tradition. We've already broken tradition. The days of old, the way things used to be, you know, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Well, we used to march in, you know, the quiet march. We done upgraded. Tell your neighbor, we upgraded. We upgraded. We, we upgraded. We, we, we upgraded. Yeah, we, we, we got wireless mics now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and we're streaming. And I'm saying to somebody here today, you need an upgrade. You need an upgrade in your faith. You need an upgrade in your heart. And God is saying you're losing focus because you're focused on the wrong things. And if you're here today and you need prayer, I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray for you this morning. If you need prayer, uh, we want to pray for you.